0: What is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined. We're actually doing a four-part series called Meet the Coaches, and this is part four with my boy, the mindset king of the 10K Coaching Academy, Mr. Caleb Zisk. What's up, dog? How you doing?
1: Dude, best freaking day ever. I know I'm, I've been here on the podcast a little bit more lately, taking over a hijack Friday, but it's always an honor to be here. How are you?
0: Dude, I'm doing amazing. I feel like the context the context is different now though because it's like we're talking about like you as a coach I and mean, you're usually delivering value but I'm excited to like dive into your story and get people to like really get to know like who you are as a person right
1: I'm pumped and I love your podcast and I don't know if you remember but like when I was your more of your student I would like try every single day to either get on your story get on your podcast or just like be announced by Brian for
0: something dude I love it I've like admired your character traits since you first started the program I think one of the biggest things that I talk about with all students in the Tinky Coaching Academy, I think that if you want to be successful, you really need to change the way that you think. And the way that you change the way that you think is you tune into the people that you like aspire to be like, and you like absorb their fucking knowledge. And you just follow in their footsteps because success leaves clues. And so Caleb Ziss just followed in my footsteps. Like Mm -hmm. I was going live five times a week. He went live five times a week. I had a podcast. He's like, I'm going to start a podcast. Like everything I went on TikTok, he went on TikTok. He just like followed in the footsteps because he saw the successful trends. So Dude, I actually, before we get into the business shit, I want to know about Caleb. So I want to know, like, tell me a little bit about your story. Where were you born and raised? Like, tell me the Caleb Zisk story.
1: Yeah, of course. So I was actually born and raised in a small town, uh, Allendale, Michigan. Podcast, you can't see this, but anyone live, I you guys know Michigan, you can hold up the hand and point out where you're at. Well, that's about where I'm at. So went to Grand Valley University for a clinical exercise science degree, which was actually 10 minutes from my home. And as of recently, I finally took a big leap. I was with my Business with working with PT Dom. I've been able to move to Denver. But going backwards, kind of like to Allendale growing up, like at a young age, I was diagnosed with leukemia. So I actually had cancer as a kid. So how Jeff and I really kind of resonated and started to become really close friends when we were coaches together. And it wasn't easy. Like I was also born and raised on a farm. I had issues with my legs growing up. So like at a very young age, I had struggle after struggle after struggle. My parents were not well off. They were farmers. And like, so like mm. we only had income six to seven months of the year and it wasn't easy. And I always look at those trials that I had to go through at a young age is that what prepared me for the struggles of today. And that's why I'm able to, when I get knocked down, I keep moving forward. But I also like looking at cancer, that was one of the reasons that I wanted to do this. And I, at the time growing up, even going to school for clinical exercise science. I didn't know that I wanted to do this. I didn't even know creating an online business where I could impact. I have like almost 200 clients now, but like impact that many people every single day. Granted, I'm impacting more than like a thousand people every single day, but having cancer really kind of drove me to change lives. And I thought that I wanted to kind of go into physical therapy because I was like, you know what? I really like sports. I like helping other people. So let's try and combine this and go towards physical therapy. But I found that I only worked with old people and no one wanted to be there because they were all injured and hurt. So it kind of sucked. And I did an internship at a place called Fit Body Boot Camp, And I fell mm. in love with the idea of helping people through fitness. There, I went in gym. I started training in gym. I unfortunately, I should say fortunately, at the time, unfortunately, I didn't get that intern position. I was just yep. like, I, I really wanted it. it. Didn't happen. And that kind of led me down kind of a dark path because like I kind of turned to drugs. I turned to alcohol. I bu- started bar bartending. So the crazy thing, Brian, I think one of the reasons why I resonated with you so well is because of your story. Like Mm. a lot of I'm not going to say it's the exact same thing because everyone's story is very different. But like I struggled with alcohol. I struggled with drugs like I struggled. As a kid growing up, like it, like we didn't go on vacation. It wasn't easy having cancer. So I was luckily, I was, I met the love of my life and like she helped pull me out of that. And like, I started to build with you, with PT Dom, I started to build an empire together and now she's working side by side with me. We have a team of like six to seven trainers working for PT Domination. Wait, I don't um, want to go here yet. Not yet. Um, okay,
0: okay. I want to go backwards. So talk to me about cancer. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's like, like we're talking about like you had cancer. Like how old were you when you found out you had cancer?
1: Well, I was like super young. So like I was, I, I barely remember it. Three to eight. So like I was bald. Five years. Yeah. So like I, and I'm lucky to be alive. Like, and I talk about this often, like on TikTok, like creating content and even on inside the Academy. But back then, 1996 or 1997, when I was diagnosed, like chemotherapy just came out. So like the crazy thing is, is I, I remember the bad times. Like there was a night where I got stuck with like 25 different needles because my veins, they couldn't find them. Like I remember getting my Broviac torn out of my chest. I remember every single Wednesday being put down because I had to get my chemotherapy. And then I remember waking up and my dad was always there with Burger King because I was, Mm -hmm. I love Burger King. And the sad thing is, is I made a TikTok off this, but like, I remember the kids that never woke up. And one of the reasons that I work so hard, one of the reasons that I work out is because they can't, but I can.
0: Damn. Damn. That's some powerful shit. So, okay. So three to eight years old, you have cancer and I'm going to assume that probably affected like a lot of your childhood that fucking, because yeah. you, were you bald? Like, was it like noticeable? Were you bald? Oh fever? my
1: goodness. Yeah. And I'll be honest. Like I got picked on a little bit growing up, but luckily, like, I don't know if it just didn't bug me but I was just like, you know what? Like screw them. Like even at a very young age. And like, like I remember like being eight years old and I remember I guess that's like first or second grade. I don't remember, but I remember getting my hair checked lice. I was like, do I have to do this? Obviously I don't have lice. Like I'm bald. Like you're not going to find anything on me. Like, yeah, we have to check it.
0: Oh, that's so funny. So (laughs) just super, super powerful shit. Super powerful. So, okay. So you're talking about physical therapy. And you realize that, like, you're working with people that were, like, you know, ne- didn't necessarily want to be there, slash, were like, older, and it was a lot harder. So, personal training in person, how long did you do that for?
1: I was an in person trainer for. If you count the internship, around four years.
0: Four years. And just for some context for everyone listening to the podcast, there's probably a lot of in-person trainers listening to this. How much were you making and what didn't you like about it?
1: I mean, I was probably only making around $30,000 a year. That wasn't even the issue that I really disliked it. It was more the fact that I'm turning off this notification. Here we go. We're good. Sorry, podcast. I think um, it's it, That wasn't even the reason. Like, obvious, like obviously, at, at the time, though, like I thought $30,000 dollars a year was pretty good. Like I was like, you know what? I can pay my bills. Like I'm pretty, I'm okay. But like the worst part, especially like the last year of my online, uh, my in gym training experience, it was a lot. It was for me, it was like, I stepped into a managerial role, which which I actually like, but like I didn't get paid more. I was still training. I was the head trainer. So I was working probably 60 to 70 hours a week yeah. and I had no time. Like, and for how much time I was putting into it, I was like, I can't even like, I have to be at the gym at 6am. And there's days where I'm at the gym till 10. Like my girl wants to go out to eat. I can barely do that. Like I want to hang out with my friends or family. I can't even do that because I'm so busy not making money.
0: Yeah. So 30K a year. And you actually thought was, oh, so you weren't really, it's not like you wanted to escape in-person training because it was like not paying you enough for you. It was like, you didn't have the time to do the shit that you wanted to do with your life.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. And of course, like who doesn't want to make more?
0: Hmm. So what was it that like turned you on to online? Like you're in person. Like what was like the switch? Like I'm this like I want to go online
1: I think there was a point in time so I kind of remember this there was a point in time where I like my friends were all going to Europe and it yeah. was I knew it was going to be like a drinking doing Molly doing drugs like all the time and that was like at that point in time so this wasn't that long ago like this was 2017 maybe going into 2018 so like three years ago yeah and like that time I was like gung-ho okay partying I was going into work high every single day I was was drinking all the time. So like I was not in a good headspace. I don't, I, and I think like I told you, like I met the love of my life, you know, Alina. And like, I feel like I started to want more when I met her and I don't, I, there was no trigger. There was no moment, but I said no to the trip. Mm-hmm. And like, that was a big turning point for me. And I told him, I was like, I'm going to take this money and I'm going to invest it myself. Mm-hmm. And, and I, everybody,
0: did. write that down. I'm going to take this money. I'm going to invest it in myself. Let's, yeah.
1: On. Yeah. And that was it. And that wasn't it because I invested it in some guy that helped me build a membership area and I got no leads from it. So it wasn't you yet but I but that was the start like I was I started to change my mindset I started to change who I was I stopped going out all the time I stopped drinking as much and I freaking left the job yes I went to another bartending job but I went to a bartending job where I had to drive 45 minutes so I couldn't go in high I couldn't drink after work and things started to turn around
0: dude I love it I want to sit there for a second so I heard this on a podcast and I heard something similar to this on the podcast and it just made me like really strike because Caleb you spent $5,000 in this previous mentor right
1: I I would say I think to the cost of the course was like 2000 but I bought photographers videographers like online help with the website so around right. all together probably around 5000.
0: So everybody listening to the podcast I want you to take notes. You don't have a business until you have clients. Yeah, that's period. End of story. And I think that there's a lot of like fucking smoke and mirrors that gets thrown up in the business coaching scene and like build this funnel or build this website and let me help you set up your branding or your logo, like all of it's bullshit, all of it. Because the truth is, I think a lot of people think that if you build it, they will come. Uh -uh. But if you build it, they won't come. Like just because you have a fancy website, just because you have a membership area, they won't come. And so when you had that membership area, Caleb, and you weren't getting clients, client. I'm like, I'm gonna assume like I would be fucking mad. How are you I doing? was
1: mad, but it was weird because like when that happened, when I said no to my friend going to Europe and like they came back and they tell me these stories and I didn't like I didn't miss it for the first time. I didn't have the FOMO for that, but like yeah, yeah. What, to make the membership area, like, and when I say like things started to change, my mind started to think differently because I had to put in hours into building the membership area because I, I remember there was like 85 videos that I had to film and also I had to learn how to edit. So I learned how to use Premiere Pro Plus. So I know how to edit videos and like I would have to get them approved by the people to make it good enough so like they weren't good in the beginning. So I made them over and over and over again. And like, yeah, it sucked because I didn't make any money. I didn't have any clients, but like at the same time, like I knew that I was, repetitively repeating the actions that I needed to do to get somewhere in life. Like it was, it was weird that I was able to grasp that without having clients.
0: That is cool. That's cool. And I don't think a lot of people would have grasped that. Mm -hmm. Like that's like that, like that type of major setback when you invest that amount of money at first is, is huge. And I remember when you reached out to me, the reason you reached out to me was Mason Mahoney. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. I love that guy. This Nick Matthews, same reason, Mason Mahoney.
1: (laughs) Really? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I gotta, I gotta give Mason a hug, bro. Mason Mahoney was one of my first clients. Well, not one of my first clients. He was one of my first like a hundred clients and he was making around 8K a month. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real by Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now, let's get back to today's episode. So Caleb and Mason knew each other from university. Caleb reached out to me when I was heading on a flight. I don't remember where I was going. Ollie. I think I was going to Bali. Yeah, I was going to Bali. And he reached out to me. He's like, dude, I'm super interested in joining the program, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I was getting on a flight. I'm like, dude, I'm like heading on a flight right now. He's like, I'm fucking in. He's like, tell me what I need to know. Like, I'm fucking in. I was like, okay. So like, I literally recorded this little video for him and I sent it and I told him the price. And I don't think I heard back from you right away. I think you sat with it for a little bit. But then after that came back and you were like, dude, like I'm fucking in. And that was back when the PT Dom program was 5K up front, by the mm-hmm. way. So for those of you guys that are like, this, stressing about the 10K Academy $400 a month payment, like you don't know what Caleb went through.
1: You want to know why I didn't come back right away? Huh? Because I put a $500 deposit down on another course and I denied it and came back to you to pay for it. Really? Yeah, I can't remember his name, but he's like, shit, he's yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I put a five hundred dollar deposit down and I was like, Can I get that five hundred dollars back? And he's like, Yeah. And I was like, Okay, Brian, I can pay.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. And your journey like started slow, bro. Like mm-hmm. you like, I feel like one of the biggest reasons that you are like we're t- weren't getting to the rise but your journey started slow. Like when you first started in the academy, it was not easy for you. I think in the first month you only made like 750 bucks.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a pity paid in full. I think like it was one of my good friends that I bartended with and I told him how I was struggling and he's like, you know what? I'm going to sign up. And I'm like, thanks
0: bro. A pity paid in full. That's the best. So when you reached out, you like message me and you're like, dude, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I feel like I'm doing everything in the course. And I remember like having the conversation with you. I'm like, you're not doing anything wrong. I'm like, mm-hmm. seeds become trees. It just takes time. I'm like, you just need to keep doing what you're doing for the next thirty days, and like, you're gonna start to be successful. And then in the next thirty days, I believe it was like fifteen hundred. Right? It was like, yeah, last month you made fifteen, mm-hmm. and then the next month was your first forty five hundred dollar month. Am I right?
1: Yeah. And that second month, that's when I started to believe.
0: Mm, That's when you started to believe. So talk about like going through the program and like what started to shift in your mindset as like the income started to flood in.
1: I think I had to overcome like the little shark because like I went into it, no online experience. I had an Instagram, but like, they were like, I don't know if they were fake followers or if they were like people that like they didn't engage with my stuff. So I I, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I'll be 100% honest. Like every time I showed up to a live every single time I came into a room, I was scared to speak. Mm. But also like you remember my fear of speaking at the time, which is crazy considering I get paid to speak now. But I allowed self limiting beliefs to slow me down. I allowed my thoughts, my fears, my critics to kind of pull me down. And I think like I think the very beginning Beginning. It was like every single video that I did, it was like, why even implement? Like, I'm just, it's not going to work or it's going to kind of like, what if, like, if I implement this, what will other people say? What will other people think? Because I had to overcome that because I was like, oh, he wants me to use my Facebook. That's where all my friends and family are going to think, say, or where they're at. What are they going to say? But I think, like, when the money started to come in, it allowed me to shift my mindset even more and really start to understand the planting your seeds and maintaining an abundance state which allowed Mm -hmm. me to continue to grow and grow and grow and then kind of like after like you said that four thousand month, that third month well then you asked me to come to the mastermind and like i wasn't ready for that but it was the stepping outside my comfort zone and overcoming those fears that allowed me to once again become even a smaller fish in a bigger pond but thrive in that area
0: Mm. Dude, and I so let's now let's go into the mastermind because this is really cool. So we're <laughs> in the second month of the mastermind that Caleb was in was the first month that COVID hit. Boom. Yeah. What the COVID hell? hit. And like this was like a wave this was like before anybody like anybody knew what the fuck covid was or what it was about all we knew is that everything was getting shut down everything was getting locked down and caleb was freaking out so i remember he uh-huh. messaged me and he's like dude it's like i think i need to drop out of the mastermind and i was like what he's like i think i need to drop out of the mastermind i was like what are you talking about and he's like he expressed like he's like dude i'm like super concerned he's like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to make this work and blah 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 so like remember like i read the message i was like let me get back to you it's so, like read the message and i thought about it and it was like the first wave of covid and like i'm like for those of you guys that have like actually worked with me closely like you know that like I care more about my clients than anything and like I put my client success over my own like health sometimes and that's just the way I've worked for a long time like I've, I truly do like want my clients to win on a deeper level like I think that's why the PT domination coaches like work as hard as they do it's because like attitude reflects leadership and like I have a core belief that like clients come first mm-hmm. so you messaged me that and I was like I went to Cole and I was like dude I think we got to do something to help Caleb out I'm like we got to fucking I'm like he's got so much potential I'm like I don't want him to drop out I'm like if he drops out he's gonna fucking hate it because he's gonna be so upset at himself that he let himself leave and like, it's going to spiral. I'm like, I can't let him drop out. Like, so we got to come up with a solution. So that was the month that we decided that we were going to, we were going to comp all the mastermind payments so we literally paused and we like gave everybody in the mastermind a free 30 days we even went as far as to refund the people that paid in full we refund them the percentage of the mastermind payment that that month was for because it was like that was a hard fucking month and the mastermind was a significant investment so i was like i want to help out in this time and like i want to fucking give back so like i literally we literally held your payment and you stuck in the mastermind i'm mm-hmm. um, talking about that experience from your end because i'm curious what like how you felt like when you messaged me that
1: yeah and i'll leave what i was just gonna to say till at the end of this part, but I'll be honest like the month before COVID hit, I quit my job. So, like, I was like, oh, $4,600 a month. Like, I just tripled last month's income. I fucking got this. Like, I can pay my bills with this. Like, let's freaking go. So, that added on <laughs> the stress. And, like, for those of you, if you're in PT Dom, you know who Amy Webb is. I reached out to Amy and asked her for a job because I didn't know, I didn't think I was going to be able to maintain it. I was once again, I got in my own head. Will the economy drop? Will Will people buy my program? Will Will I be able to pay my bills? Will I be able to do these things? And I'll, I'll be hundred percent honest. And guys, like if you're in the 10 K Academy, I don't miss things. Like I show up all the time and I'm consistent as hell. Like in a, none of my weight loss clients are watching this, but in the last two years, and it's almost two years in October, I've missed one live Monday through Friday inside my 10K Academy because I was by myself. Like I didn't have a team then and I was deathly sick. But this week, I I didn't show up that week. Like everything fell apart for me. Like I was struggling, I was stressed, I had anxiety and it was through the roof. And that week right there was the start of greatness for me. And I remember getting in my own head so much. Like I didn't even go, and gyms were closed. Closed, so, like, I wasn't even doing at-home workouts. So, there was a time. And like, and I'm, I'm going to get to the point of this story. But there was a time where I was like, you know what, I'm freaking sick of this. And I think I started to think about where I came from. Because remember, guys, like this is 2019. 19. So, so this is legitimately about a year after I was broke, I was broken, I was depressed, I was struggling with alcohol, I was still partying, I was going into work high every single day. So a year, year and a half later. And I think I started to think like, okay, if I don't do something now, I'm going to go back to where I was. Hmm. And at that time, I was like, you know what? I need a freaking workout. Like I need to growl. I need to do something for myself. And I was like, I don't want to do a freaking at home workout because I'm not going to do it. So I did, I decided to do hundred burpees. Mm. Not sure why, not sure why I picked hundred burpees as my workout. But I was like, I, and I said to myself, I was like, I don't want to freaking do this. Like, this is going to be hell. I'm going to go for time and I'm going to go, I'm not going to stop. And I was like, if I cannot stop during these hundred burpees, I'm going to make it through this and I'm going to be okay. And I remember like 25 reps. I was like, fuck, I want to quit. I'm done. Like, I was like, no, I'm going to do this. And then. 50 hit and I was like, I freaking got this. And then 75 hit and I started to say to myself, I can do this. I will do this. I must do this. 76. I can. I will. I must. 77. I can. I will. I must. 78. 79. 100. And I made it. And like that for me was, and guys, I talk about a morning routine all the time. And if you're in the 10K Academy or you listen to this podcast every single Friday, I talk about a morning routine because the whole goal is to ground yourself to the present so you can focus on what you can control right now. I I was stuck in the future, focusing on, and I was causing stress and anxiety in my life. That representation of a hundred burpees was my grounding activity that propelled me forward. Mm. And you guys, you guys giving me that free month, that was me becoming PT Dom forever,
0: mm-hmm. dude. I fucking love it. You know what's so cool? I love that story, by the way. That's so cool. That reminds me of my summer camp story. Right? That reminds me of the summer camp story where I like ran around the lake and I like could barely make it fucking fifty meters. And so like I was like, I'm gonna fucking run a full lap. And if I can't run a lap, then I'll walk the rest of it. Like that reminds me of that story.
1: I love that. Not, I, I'm not going to say it's quite the same, but, but kind of similar.
0: Yeah. It just, in the sense of like, if you like, once you were able to do that thing, it's like, that's what unlocked the, you're like, okay, I've, I can do this. Then I can do other things.
1: Yes. A hundred percent.
0: Dude. I love it. So let's briefly touch on your business now, because like, this is a chance for you to humble brag because you're a head coach in the 10k Academy. So I think it's important that people know where your finances are at. So what is your highest month right now inside of your own coaching business?
1: Okay. I don't know. I think I did some numbers wrong to be 100% honest because I looked at PayPal yesterday and it said the last 40 days or 30 days, $41,000. $41, so, well, the reason I say that is because I was adding things up yesterday and I'm not good at math. I know math is your thing. I was listening to Jeff's <laughs> podcast yesterday. Math's not my thing. So I have to have Alina <laughs> double check this. But I only, I only got like 30. Right
0: now, by the way. What's up? Alina's listening right now, by the way.
1: I love it. So we only got like 32 or 33. So we obviously did something wrong, but we're going to figure <laughs> that out. But like one of my trainers just hit her first 10K month. And guys- I, I know, I, I, Pamela. Right? Pamela. And you you want to know the, crazy, know the craziest you, thing? Way.
0: What's up? Alina's laughing at you, Alina's laughing at you but continue.
1: <laughs> I love, you want to know the craziest thing? And yeah. I think I'm doing something a little different than a lot of people in the mastermind and a lot of people inside the 10K Academy. Alina and I don't have clients and we're making $40,000 a month. Let's right? go. Like we don't, Like, yes, we have some low ticket clients, but like, we don't have client check-ins. We don't have workout programs. We don't have, like, we're trying to buy back our time so we can invest more into our business and PT Dom and create a a business and empire together so we have a future forever. That's And I feel- Like so, and I I know there's a lot of people hitting bigger numbers, which is great for them. But I know that they're still serving 40 to 50 clients a week, and I don't have any. So I'm pretty freaking pumped about
0: that. That's really fucking cool. I like that a lot. And that's fucking go. Let's get it. I love that. Mm And I okay. So my biggest thing is every coach that works inside of the 10k mastermind is a coach that's been there and fucking done that all right so every coach that's inside sorry every coach that's inside of the 10k coaching academy is a coach that's been there and done that every single one leading by example that's the only thing that i allow in the 10k academy because like i believe in leading by example and so you can only help somebody to the level that you've been able to help yourself and in the 10k Uh coaching academy we promise you that we'll get you to 10k and so every single coach that's in the 10k academy has been at 10k or higher and including caleb who's at forty thousand. so i'm curious caleb what was it that made you decide that you wanted to be a PTOM coach? And how did that transpire? Because me and you have different perspectives of that story. And it's well, I don't know what your perspective is, so I want to hear it after this.
1: But I would say, I don't know. Like I I wanna like
0: my vision
1: is to I like I was broke, I was broken, I was depressed. I struggled with all those things and like my vision is to help those type of people get better. And for a while there I think I lost sight of that vision. And that's why like I still have my business because I want to help those people that struggled with what I struggled with and help them rise because yeah. everyone has the potential, everyone has the opportunity. They are just too scared to step forward and take that and I want to be that push that helps them do that. Love but that. at the exact same time, I know that I can make a bigger impact on the world and I I view my business as a stepping stone to my greatness, if that makes sense. Mm I view my business as a stepping stone to my greatness because I know someday I'm going to be speaking on stage now that doesn't mean I'm going to give up my business ever like I want to keep it that doesn't mean I'm going to leave PT Dom because I want to be here forever you guys gave me that free month I'm stu- you're stuck with me bro so like I view these as stepping stones to like I make more of an impact I made a huge impact with my business and it's going to continue to make a giant impact like we're going to change thousands and thousands and thousands of lives but like with coaching PT Domination I help one trainer get 10 clients that's 10 clients i indirectly change and that's yeah. their families that i'm impacting so and if i and the best part is is the reason that i like being a mindset coach for pt domination is because i'm teaching these people to overcome what i struggled with but i'm teaching them how to teach their clients so they're teaching their broke broken depressed clients what i'm teaching them so it's my voice that is indirectly impacting them and allowing them to rise hmm And, and I think the second part of your question you asked, like, so I decided like November of last year, I was like, you know what, I want to be a PT Dom coach. And I said that to Alina, I was like, I want to make more of an impact. And And I started to kind of do things that for not necessarily do things, but Alina was like, Caleb, why are you spending so much time? And I was like, well, if Brian's going to hire me, he's only going like, to, I need to comment on everything. So I just started every single day. I would go in the, I started showing up for all the live trainings again. Because I, when I left the 10K Mastermind, and we didn't even talk about this. When we went, when I left the 10K Mastermind, I made $10,000 a month. Three months later, I was at $4,000 because I completely shifted to low ticket. Don't recommend it for anyone out there to do just low ticket. But I was like, I want to make more of an impact on the world. So I went from 30 to 40 clients at 10000 thousand dollars a month to hundred and eighty clients. Well, I, at first I dropped down to $4,000 a month, but we built our low ticket up to like $16,000 a month, just low ticket. So we were making an like impact on 180 clients every single day. But I started showing up to all the live trainings. I started showing up to all the Zooms. And I started commenting on everything. And then like January 1st, DeBrian did a vision board training inside the, maybe not January 1st, but around the holidays. He did a vision board training and I put, get hired by PT Dom on vision board. And then eight days later you hired.
0: Dude. So the reason that's funny is because, so from my end, here's what I saw. So I'm like, Working and I was like, I'm like PT Dom. At that point, I think we had like 400 or so clients, and I was like thinking in my head, I'm like, dude, we need to fucking hire another coach like real fast. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like we are getting to the point where like I can't keep up with this as much as I should have. Like I'm like, I need support, I need help serving these clients. And so I remember like I was thinking like the way that, by the way, if you're listening to this right now and at some point you want to be hired by PT Domination, this is the this is the magic trick. Are you ready? You need to show up in the group, and I need to see it. And so Caleb shows showing up in the group, and I was seeing every single fucking Day, every post, every single fucking day, you know, and every single post every single day. And it's so cool because I remember calling Cole. I'm like, dude, I'm like, we need to hire a new coach. And you see fucking Caleb, fucking homies in the group like literally every day. I'm like, we should hire Caleb. He's like, dude, I love Caleb. Let's fucking do it. So I reached out to Caleb and I reached out to Caleb in a very nonchalant way. And I said, yo, hypothetically speaking, if I offered you a coaching position, how would you feel about it? And he replied with, hypothetically speaking, if it was on my vision board, what would you say? I was like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) I was like, no, it's not. He showed me. He's like, dude, it's on my vision board to get hired by BT Dom. So we took it and the rest is history. So, dude, I want you to speak to the, I want you to speak to PT Don now. I want you to speak to the 10K Academy because we've got a bunch of our clients listening right now. What sort of impact do you want to have in the community for our coaches? Like what would you say is your specialty or your gift that you want to give to the coaches?
1: The impact that I want to make is that I want to make every single one of you realize that you have more within you than you can, than you know, and that you can acknowledge right now. And you are literally one step, one thought, one action from stepping towards your greatness. And mm. that is what I believe I can help you achieve. Because I I think my specialty is helping people step outside their comfort zone because I was scared of speaking. I was worried about what other people would say. I was worried about what other people will think. So I... Know that if you just show up to Monday Mindset, if you show up to build your business and you implement, and you don't even have to ask a question, you should ask questions. But if you just implement exactly what I tell all these other students that do raise their hand, and it's going to rub off on you, and you're going to start to step into your greatness. Because, and the crazy thing is, is we all have our own story. And if you're listening to this, if you're in the 10K Academy, at some point you were probably broke. At some point, you were probably broken. You were probably depressed. You struggle with anxiety. You struggle with stress well, here's my hand. Let's rise.
0: Hmm. Somebody, uh, Caitlin Wilson just commented and she said, I did my first live because of Caleb Zisk. Let's go. I love that. I absolutely love that. That's so cool, bro. And yeah, I love that. It's so cool. Okay. So bro, is there any other golden nuggets or like secrets that you'd like to share with the podcast audience before we end the episode?
1: Yeah. If you guys, if you're inside the 10K Academy, Jeff said it yesterday. So I'm just going to reiterate this, go through the units, watch it, implement, Like, literally, we talk about workflow, guys. And I I said this to someone, I don't remember when. But I was like, guys, with your workflow, if you have an hour of studying, so with your workflow, put 20 minutes to study, 20 minutes to implement. 20 minutes to study, 20 minutes to implement. 20 minutes to study,
0: 20 minutes to implement. And freaking do that that. every single day, and you will be successful. I fucking love that. That is the simplest breakdown i've ever heard for how to study effectively uh, on the podcast ever and i fucking love it so much yeah
1: and set timers and do not like guys i have adhd so and it's my power not my my prison like it's all on your mindset you always have two perspectives but like like a lot of people like i have adhd i can't focus if i can freaking run pt domination not run it sorry if i can help run it and run my business and get to where i'm at today you guys can freaking make it through whatever shit you're going through.
0: Guys, Caleb Zisk is not underplaying what he does for the 10K Coaching Academy. Caleb Zisk is one of the head coaches alongside Jeffrey Eaton. He's our co-head coach. He is like a pivotal part in making sure that students get to $10,000 a month. We would not be able to achieve the results that we're achieving without Caleb Zisk's help because he just like, he offers this perspective of like like insight and power. And he's like, Caleb is one of the, one of the people that I watch where like watching his live streams gets me fucking charged hard. Like hit me with that good shit, Caleb. Like I love it. So, dude, thank you so much for everything you do for the Tanky Coaching Academy. I mm-hmm. fucking appreciate it. And for those of you guys that are listening, like if they want to hear more from Caleb, if you want to hear like if you want to just like follow Caleb on socials. Caleb, where do they find you, bro? I
1: actually guys just go to my podcast, Spotify, iTunes or Apple Podcast from the Ashes Fitness. All I do is talk about mindset. It's not just fitness and exercise. Every episode is mindset to help you guys. I want to help y'all those people that are broken. I want to help those people that Letter depressed, stress, anxiety, because you have an opportunity to rise just like I did.
0: Boom. And that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Trending Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow successful online business. Guys, we'll talk to you soon.